Welcome to The Sipping Point, where each week we explore the recipe for a delicious life. I'm your host, Lori Forrester, the wine coach, and I've made it my mission in life to demystify wine one glass at a time, so expect a fresh and fun approach to the world of wine, spirits, food, and so much more. Well, my friends from Wine World are back in studio with red wines this time, and we're going to help you make it the most delicious Thanksgiving ever. And they're going to introduce you to two great reds. We'll talk a little bit more about how we navigate Thanksgiving, uh, given that uh, we do it for our families as well as helping other people do it. These are going to be affordable wines. Then we'll get some more great tips on cooking Thanksgiving, how you can shortcut things and do it just a little bit different this year so you can have more fun with your family and friends. So back in studio with me is Michael Cullison and Rachel Heron from Wine World. You can check them out at mywineworld.com. They're in Abingdon, Maryland. Thank you guys for coming back with me. It's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, it's I great know. To be back. <laughs> well, last week we focused on sparkling and white wine, which I love. I love all colors. I mean, really. I am non-discriminating on the uh, on the wine world, but some people just will have nothing but red. Do you find this? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Red's tough for Thanksgiving too. Whites you can really not make a mistake on. Any white's going to work for Thanksgiving, but with reds it's a little trickier. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> so you're going to fill us in on yeah. that. So last week we talked about Gavert's Treminer and Sauvignon Blanc and some bubblies. Well, you know, I have some relatives that are definitely going to want to start red and stay red. Mm-hmm. So tell me a little bit about what makes it tricky. What you think makes it tricky for red wines and Thanksgiving? Well, you got to avoid the tannins because if it's a really heavy tannic wine, it's going to kind of clash with the turkey because it doesn't really have enough to stand up. Right. And that's the thing with turkey, too. It's, it's kind of a neutral flavor. It's not a lot there. So And it's a lean. It's yeah. a lean meat. It doesn't have the fat to smooth out those tannins. And if you're listening and you're saying... What is a tannin? A tannin is that astringent uh, see it's a polyphenol. It's something that comes from the red grape skins and it makes you feel like you got a little bit of a cotton mouth, a little dry mouth all of a sudden when you sip that wine, right? I always tell yeah. people to think of unsweetened tea. Yes. You kind of get that yep. really tannic flavor Perfect. or like walnuts. You a, get yeah, that real big tannic. handful of walnuts. Yep. I love that feeling. I mean, I, yes. you know, I'm like, resurface my teeth, please, red wine, do it. But some people go, whoa, what just happened? And and that's undesirable. But when you have a uh, like a fatty meat, like a steak or something rich or a cheese, smooth that tannin right out. Now here, our Thanksgiving turkey doesn't have that fat unless you're going dark meat. Right. Unless right. you're going dark mm-hmm. meat. So, okay, so you want lower tannins and you want some good fruit because of the spice, right? Yeah. Plus, there's other things on the table, too. So, the fruit, you know, you got cranberry on the table and lots of different things. So, it's got got to pair up with a lot on that table. I don't touch the cranberry. I have to say, I have no use for the cranberry at all. Um, I think we're going to hear a little bit more maybe from um, the cooking expert about the cranberry. But... We actually, you know, my poor husband, we have two cranberries on the table. We have the can, because right. that's my the one brother jelly. just cannot bring <laughs> himself to have the fresh cranberry that my husband makes. He the makes can's the can's delicious. Ri- right. <laughs> See, Chris the fresh loves has got the, the can. seeds in it. And I can't eat the seeds. I don't want to spit out cranberry right. seeds. Leave the All can right. alone. Right. All right. So cranberry, of course, you need really fruity red wine to, mm-hmm. to stand up to something like that, right? So what do you have here in the glass? What's our first one that you suggest? Well, we've got the Pinot Noir, and a lot of times when people think of Pinot Noir, they think of Washington State and Willamette Valley, and this is from Chile. So not a lot of people think Pinot Noir when they think Chile, 
because Chilean wines are known for that really earthiness and everything to it. But this one is really nice and mellow, and you get the fruit, but you don't get a lot of that earthiness. So it really is a nice, elegant Pinot Noir. Mm. Wow, that's delicious. What's, what is the price point on that? The price point on that is $14.99. Uh, again? Yeah, Love. so it's very affordable. And, and that's should, what you want when you have your relatives. I mean, yeah. if you're a real wine geek and you've got those amazing wines, and you know, don't bring them out when your family comes. I mean, <laughs> no. I guarantee you they're not going to appreciate them the way you do. You want that great affordable like right. this, right? Yeah. And the cutoff line normally with Pinot Noir is around $15 for getting a nice Pinot Noir. The rest need to be too light and just not enough. Right. So with this one, you're under that $15 mark or right at it. But you still get lots of flavor coming through, so it really stands up nice. So here, this is g- going to be a really simple thing, but I find sometimes the simple things people get really excited about learning. If you go to Wine World and you buy a case of wine, or any store, and you buy a case of wine, it's 12 bottles, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Each bottle has about 24 ounces, a little bit more, almost 25 <laughs> Uh, so if you buy a case, you're getting a discount, correct? Right. Yes. And for is it a solid case of one thing or a mixed case? How do you guys work it? We do it both ways. Okay. So if you mix a case together, everything that's not on sale is 10% off. Oh, nice. So even if you get a sale wine, it can count as one of your 12 bottles. Okay. And you get 10% off, you know, the ones that aren't on sale. Okay. If you get a solid case that's not on sale, it's 20% off. Wow. Yep. So if, if I got a yeah. solid case of this Pinot Noir... 20% off, I'm almost getting down towards $10, Right, you're $11? getting a, about, about a bottle and a half free. So. That's really <laughs> yeah. good. Yeah. And this is this is a staple wine that you would drink. Really, I said to the other night, and I'm, I was kind of joking, but not. I said, Pinot Noir goes with everything. I mean, honestly, there aren't that many things, except really dark chocolate, I think might wipe this you know, out for sure. But for meals, this is a wine that's going to go a long way. If you don't have it on Thanksgiving night... You know what? You're going to have it around the holidays. And my mom likes to chill her reds. And so it normally I cringe. But really with this one, point. it's okay. You can right. chill this Pinot Noir. And most Pinot Noirs, you can give a right. little chill to. And the flavors are still going to be solid. And a lot of people like that. You mm. know, last night somebody asked me uh, a question about putting ice in the wine. <laughs> and, you know, I am all about not being a wine snob. But my only problem with putting the ice in there, I'd rather see them put it in the fridge and chill it and then drink it, is that the ice dilutes the flavor. Now, some people want that. They want the dilution, and that way they make the drink go longer. You know what I mean? Like, right. and sip on that. Frozen and, um, grapes. It, yeah, a frozen grapes. Exactly. <laughs> Someone just sent me a sample. I haven't tried it yet. Of these, they're steel. <laughs> don't start laughing. They're steel balls <laughs> that you <laughs> that you chill and put in your wine. A whiskey stone. Yeah, they're like a whiskey stone, yes. But I just can't say that without laughing. Okay, I'll let you know once I use them how they work out. So our first wine was the Prisma Pinot Noir 2011 from Chile. It was $14.99. We're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back, and you're going to introduce me to a wine from Portugal that I have never had and I am so excited to learn about. We'll be right back with Michael and Rachel from Wine World. This is Lori Forster, The Wine Coach. We're back with The Sipping Point. And every time we have a show, if you want to see the info, go to thewinecoach.com. If, for some reason, on a Saturday at noon you're busy, you want to download my free app, The Wine Coach. It's in the App Store for iPhone and Android. You can listen to all this great information in the car, on the go, whenever you want. We're back with Rachel and Michael from Wine World. We're talking Thanksgiving wines, but this show is specifically about reds. The redder, the better. (laughs) Red for Thanksgiving. Exactly. You know, red could be a little bit of a 
combination for me because I have a little saying, maybe you've heard red to bed. Mm-hmm. You know, red <laughs> is my like wind down, relax, get really comfortable. And then you have the tryptophan from the from the turkey. I was going to say chicken from the turkey. Woo, that could just knock you right yeah, out for a nap, right? Out, right? Football and snoring. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what time do you guys eat your Thanksgiving? It's usually pretty early. We're in my house. It's usually about three thirty, four o'clock. Yeah, so. okay. Yeah, my mm-hmm. house. So you yep. have time to do the the leftovers that night. Yes. yes, I love that's that. That's when the pies come out. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Perfect. All right, so we had a great Pinot Noir from Chile in the last segment. It was only fourteen ninety nine. Love that. So where are we going now for our next red that you feel can handle the Thanksgiving table? Well, it's kind of a neat story. This one was brought to us at the store to our import buyer, who is Brendan Beakey. And it had just come out, and we were, usually this time of year, we try not to add a lot of new wines because we've got so much. But he tasted it, and his eyes lit up, and he knew that this was something fantastic. Mm. So he ordered several cases for the store, and we put it on display. And then shortly after that, it got listed in Wine Enthusiasts as number eight of their top 100. Oh, nice. So we kept that great low price (laughs) that we have it at, before so now it's probably climbing because now it's being sought after wow but really an incredible Did you say wine. 9.99 that's correct yep, 9.99 the holy grail that's the holy grail and Isn't it's it a, under 10 under 10 and it's a blend of nine different grapes wow so you have them all memorized <laughs> no nope. <laughs> but they are mostly portuguese indigenous grapes mm-hmm. okay well i took a sip i love it it's really really soft but the fruits there that finish is so soft and really enjoyable Mm -hmm. nice acidity you know your mouth is watering so you want to eat something so it is in a little bit of ways very similar to our pinot noir but it's this blend red blends one of the hottest categories you guys know in wine right now Mm -hmm. so give me give us some idea of some of the grapes i know we can't pronounce all of them uh there's caladoc uh, Tinta Rores. Ah, nice. Um, some so, of the wines they use to make uh, port. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. What else? Some of, what are, oh, I see some I'll, of the I can say regular too. Cabernet Sauvignon and Pinot Noir. Look at that. Old friends. Old friends. <laughs> uh, Torriga Nacional, which is actually just Portugal's grape. Um, the Alessante mm. and the Boche. Oh, nice. Doing good. Yeah, (laughs) doing good with pronouncing. Uh, (laughs) Hey, I always say if you can't pronounce it, you should be drinking it. So, you know what? It's better to say it wrong and drink it than than just, you know, try to wait till you can pronounce everything. Who cares? Uh, So, the bottle's beautiful, too. Tell me a little bit about that label. Not that the label should matter, but it does to me. This is the the Portada. It's weird because when I first saw the name on the front, Portada, I was thinking Port. And I was thinking it was some kind of port, but it's not. Oh, you know, I was talking about. The yeah, you were looking at the, oh, yeah, the yeah that was the Hello. that was the prism we had before. Oh, the pr- okay, I see. Prism, prism. yeah, that yeah. makes mm-hmm. sense. Oh, that's really beautiful. Yeah, that's the portata makes sense because port is, of course, right. what they're known for. But this mm-hmm. is more of an everyday red drinking wine, mm-hmm. and I think people overlook Portugal for dry wines. Oh yeah. yes, mm-hmm. you know the port the ports kind of overshadow some of the other winemaking they're doing in the country. But the main difference with this one is in the middle, you get kind of that meatiness. It's a little yeah. more medium bodied in the center, but still finishes light like the Pinot Noir, which is why it works great for Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah. For people that would prefer like a red Zinfandel or a Malbec, this wine is really great. Right. Yeah. Whereas the Pinot might be a little Too light. light. Yeah. yeah. You have yeah. a little bit more of that. Great. Awesome. You guys, I think you did. Last, yeah, last week we had the two great whites. This week, two great reds. All the pricing, I think, is very fair. So you mentioned you you took the can of pumpkin 
out. Okay, <laughs> yes. you mentioned pumpkin pie. So <laughs> people have dessert, and maybe they want to have a special little dessert wine. Pumpkin pie, we always have pumpkin pie, and we have apple pie. What do you guys have for dessert other than that? Anything oh, different? Uh, pumpkin cheesecake pie. Oh, that's really good. Wow. Yep. And Pecan apple, pie. Apple cobbler, which oh, is amazing. Nice. At the end of Thanksgiving. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Very so good. what if you have that, of course, coffee can be the way to go. But if you want to have a little dessert wine, that's going to be delicious. First, let's start with pumpkin pie, because that's probably one that everybody's going to have. What would you pair with that? What would be your fa- your favorite wine pairing? Well, I like the spiced apple wines, and there's a lot of great local ones on from Pennsylvania, from Maryland, Virginia, and I like warming them up in a coffee mug and adding a little cinnamon sprig, and Ooh. it gives it a really nice flavor, and it's it's not as heavy as like your Wassels or your glue vines, uh-huh. but it's a really nice, instead of coffee, just a nice little warm wine, and the, the spice really comes through, and it pairs up nice with the you know pumpkin pie. Oh, that's a great <laughs> idea. What about you? Anything different, Rachel? No, you know what? I really like that um, spiced uh, like wassail, like mm-hmm. anything that's a sweeter wine that you can mull. Um, okay. I think that warmness just kind of goes with Thanksgiving. Just I know. Like, everything's just warm, good feelings, and it's just, that's great with any kind of dessert, I think. Oh, delicious, delicious. Okay, good tips there. Now, uh, I'm going to be with you guys in a couple of weeks. On December 6th, I'm coming to the store, and we're going to be tasting, free tastings. Yep. Yeah. Bring some copies of my book, The Sipping Point, if folks want to pick up some early Christmas gifts. I also have some great coffee mugs that say, shh, there's wine in here. I don't know about you guys, but when I'm on the soccer field, you never know. Um, <laughs> well, it's time to start shopping for those gifts. So it it's is. The perfect time and for you know what? Things. I like to get my shopping done in the first two weeks of December or else I'm not doing, I'm doing it by, uh, you know, by internet because that there's nothing that will suck the fun out of Christmas more than being in a crowded shopping situation. Mm -hmm. It just uh, gets me angry. So many people come in the store and say, I need a bottle of wine. I just finished shopping. It's like, here you go. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) One for me, one for for a gift. So I'll be there on December 6th from 1 to 4 or 1 Mm -hmm. to 5, something around there. Uh, Tell folks exactly where in Abingdon you're located. Well, it's pretty easy to find because it's the first exit in Harford County right after you enter Harford County on 95. Okay. And most people know us because we're near the Walmart and the BJ's and everything back in the Perfect. little shopping area back there. And it's really easy to find. And it's a it's a good size store. It's like a oh, warehouse yeah. size store. It is a world of wine. You yep. guys are not lying. And we just <laughs> added to the back of a store a growler bar. So Shut we fill up. growlers oh, I now. I haven't seen that yet. And we have 30 taps, one of the largest in the state. So we always have at least 30 different beers you can choose from wow. to fill your growler. And it's been a lot of fun. It started October 1st in our county, and we just had a blast with it. It's oh, how much fun. fun. I love yep. that. Okay, great. Well, I'm going to be there on December 6th. Come see me and Michael and Rachel and hang out and have some fun. Also, you guys have a radio show every Friday at 5. Just before 5, about 4.50. Just 450. before 5, yep. and you can go to wine101radio.com. If you want to find out more about the store and shop there, go to mywineworld.com. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. I hope you have an amazing holiday with your family and friends and lots of great wine and food. Oh, thanks for having us in. It was a lot of fun. Cheers. (laughs) See you soon.